Hello there, beautiful friend. I'm your host, Kaya, a cattle rancher turned accidental life coach after embarking on my own health journey, losing over 100 pounds, but most importantly, rebuilding my relationship with myself. Now I am more on fire than ever to empower others to create a healthy life that they love from the inside out by sharing the tools, tips, and strategies that I've learned and continue to learn along the way. Mindset, health, body image, self-love, entrepreneurship, and more. We're here to chat about climbing the mountains of life all while finding joy in the journey. Welcome to the Climbing with Coach Kaya podcast. Now let's get climbing. Y'all, it's here. It's finally here. I have officially launched my first ever online store, and I am so excited that I just might burst. ShopCoachKaya.com is officially live and ready for you to explore. I have put together a collection of goodies to help you find joy in your journey of creating a healthy life that you love. Inside the shop, you're going to find things like water bottles, journals, stickers, graphic tees, jewelry, and so much more. These products are really a reflection of who I am as a person. They're motivational, bright, and a little bit ranchy. And the other exciting thing is that all of these designs were almost exclusively watercolor illustrated by yours truly. It has been so much fun to tap back into my creative side and create these products with you all in mind to share a little bit of joy for you to bring home to yourself. I'd love for you to go and check out the store, but before you do, I want to share a special little discount code for my listeners. If you use the code CLIMB10 at checkout at shopcoachkayat.com, you will receive 10% off your first order. Happy shopping! Y'all, today I kind of had to go off on a little bit of a rant on social media and um, excuse me for allowing myself the space here on my podcast to um, elaborate on that rant a little bit. (laughs) So at the end of this last year, someone screenshotted an ad that came through on a text message to their phone. This was a friend that I had gone to high school with, I guess more of an acquaintance. And she said, hey, I just got this text to my phone. And when I clicked on the ad, there's a picture of you. And I just wanted to know if you are aware of it. And so I click on the link and it takes me to this website. I'm pretty sure it was like rightwinghealth.org or something. And it's an article that says something to the effect of a Harvard medical student discovers some secret formula, chemical, substance, I don't even remember the words that it says, to help you lose 52 pounds in 28 days. And when you scroll down, the picture that they're talking about is my picture, a before and after picture that I had shared on social media like a couple years ago. And in this article, it's a an advertorial. So it's kind of like an ad that's written in an editorial style way. And in the advertisement, it based they basically create the, uh, this whole crazy false narrative claiming that my name is Emily, that I am a Harvard medical student, that I discovered this secret formula for weight loss and now you can get it yourself in this keto gummy form and it helps you shed this weight and it goes on and on and on. And not only did they steal the one photo that was at the top of their ad, but they stole multiple photos of mine from my social media to create this crazy narrative lie to sell their BS keto gummies. And it, it infuriated me. 
it infuriated me. And I, I was like, what, what do I do? When I tried to find this company and I tried to find their contact information, it was pretty much impossible. And my husband told me about this trick where you can go on whois.com and look up a domain registrant and find out where the domain is registered. And it turns out that this domain, this email domain or website domain is registered in, I always forget how to say this, but Reykjavik, Iceland, the capital of Iceland. I'm like, cool, great. So I don't know if there's even anything I can do about it. So all I did when I first saw this ad was create a post on social media. So I was like, I, I don't think I, I don't know what I can do legally. If anybody has any ideas, feel free to let me know. So I was like, how can I just use this as fuel for my fire? It made me so angry because especially this time of year, like the end of the year and around the beginning of the year, we are flooded. Our inboxes are flooded. Our ads are flooded with these weight loss companies trying to sell us these solutions. And now listen, I personally am not against wanting to lose weight. If you want to lose weight and that is one of your goals this year, listen, go for it. Like I'm all about you trying to honor your body and treat your body however you choose. I could get on a soapbox all day about how we choose to lose weight and from what place and for what purpose. I think that that is the big determination. I don't want you to lose weight from this place of thinking that you need to be in a thinner body in order to be more worthy or lovable or accepted. Like, no, sister, we can do that right now in the body that you're in. But if you want to lose weight in order to feel more energy, in order to get healthier, in order, you know, whatever these reasons are, like, we could talk about that on a whole nother episode. However, I am not, I do not support and would never endorse any type of company that is trying to promote rapid weight loss, especially while selling you some magic gummy that is promising you these crazy solutions. Because we are totally susceptible to these type of advertisements because we as humans are programmed and hardwired to want instant gratification. The truth is, is that most of us are really impatient and we're like, yeah, okay, one of my goals this year is weight loss. How can I do that in the easiest possible way? in the shortest possible amount of time for the fastest results. Like obviously that sounds appealing to us, right? And so they prey on this desire for instant gratification and simple solutions by selling us stuff that does not work. How do I know that it doesn't work? Well, for starters, they had to steal some woman's photos on the internet in order to promote it. A woman who did not take their products and would never take their products. It makes me so angry. And what's worse, it wasn't just one article. I've had multiple friends and family members have this ad pop up. They've created multiple articles. One of them said that I went to the University of Toronto. I guess that was for my Canadian people. And these ads continue to pop up and they're using my photos in order to promote it. And it infuriates me. I'm grateful that most of my community, I hope, knows that I would never, ever, ever support anything of that nature. But what about the people that don't know that? Like it kills me that my image is associated now with a company that would promote such ridiculous claims. Because this is the truth, friends. There is no magic pill. There is no magic gummy. There is no magic substance. There is no magic shake. There is no magic exercise program. There is no magic surgery. The truth is that in order to create a healthy relationship with your body, the first thing that has to happen is 
you need to learn how to love and accept yourself right now in the body that you're in. I believe that. And this is the cross I will die on (laughs) because I think that that's the big thing that's missing for people that are wanting to pursue weight loss is they are trying to pursue weight loss in order to love themselves more. And we've got it all backwards. How can we learn to strengthen our relationship with ourselves right now in the bodies that we're in so that we can approach that journey, that health journey from a place of love and respect instead of a place of punishment and pain and shame. It won't work. It does not work. And if you are anything like me, you probably have tried that route and it probably did not go very well for you. So please know that if you ever see an ad for some keto gummy promising you to lose 52 pounds in 28 days, run, run. It's not going to work. It's another scam. It's another scam feeding on our insecurities. It's another scam trying to use them in order to profit off of them by continuing to sell us products that do not work, which make us returning customers so they can make even more money. It makes me crazy. It makes me crazy. But as I sit here looking at this advertisement, I see this before and after picture of mine. And this is this is a whole other conversation that I just I really want to have very candidly with you all. And I would love to hear about your what your thoughts are about this. So feel free to message me on social media, shoot me an email, and let's keep this conversation going because I really I'm kind of in the middle of exploring my own opinion on before and after pictures. I really want to talk about before and after pictures with you all. But before we do, I'm going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to dive into how I feel about them as of right now. I truly believe that if you change your habits, you can change your life. Our life is the result of the habits that we practice daily. Improving your life isn't about making some scary, drastic change overnight. It's about meeting yourself where you're at and making small changes over time that you can actually stick with but you've got to start small to stay consistent, which is why I put together a free healthy habits checklist to help you do just that. Download my free PDF to set your intentions for what small healthy habits you are going to start practicing today. There's a place for you to check them off the list and celebrate every single baby step along the way. You can download yours for free at coachkayacommunity.com forward slash healthy dash habits, or you can click the link below. Again, that's coachkayacommunity.com forward slash healthy dash habits, or click the link in the show notes to download yours today for free. Start changing your life, friend, one healthy habit at a time. So before and after pictures, I really think that I have a little bit of a love-hate relationship with them. You know, to be honest with you, I, this is the thing. There's probably a lot of you that follow me on social media or discovered me and my story because of a before and after picture. Maybe you saw my story on Good Morning America. Maybe you saw it in People Magazine. Maybe you saw it in your social media feed. Maybe you saw it in some other news article. The truth is, is that before and after pictures, they're sexy to people. And I don't mean sexy in like a like a sexual way, but I mean, I mean sexy as in they're enticing, right? They stop the scroll. They are They're a shocking image, right? Especially if there's a drastic difference in the two of them, which there there is for me because I lost over 100 pounds. And so it stops people scroll. They're like, oh my gosh, that's remarkable. How did she do it? I want to know more, right? 
And they can be really, really powerful images, right? Just one image, a before and after picture without any words, any context is a very powerful image, clearly, because there are companies that are stealing them in order to promote their products. And when I look at a before and after picture of myself, I am, I am proud. It does capture the story of a journey, right? And I know when I look at this, all of the work that I did in order to to have this picture, you know, to have this contrast. I know all of the work that it took in between, but this is where I struggle with before and after pictures. I think the problem with them is that they inherently are showing you a before, which is almost like an, like without saying it out loud, like the bad version of you, right? The lesser version of you. And then this after is supposed to be this glow up, right? Like, but look at me now. And I think without intending to, they're kind of like placing yourself against yourself and just naturally creating this feeling of shame, right? And my fear with before and after pictures, my own before and after pictures included, is that if someone is looking at that and they see themselves and, and they personally relate more to my before picture, it kills me to think that they could be looking at that thinking, oh my gosh, that's me right now. Like I'm the before. Because the truth is, is that I don't want you to look at yourself as a before. You know, and I think some people use that as this motivation for like, this is me now, but look at where I can be. And you know, a lot of people are inspired by my after picture and that's great too. But I guess even now when I look at a before and after picture, I never want to look at that before, <laughs> or I guess I just, I, sh I should just say the the 2018 version of me. I never want to look at that 2018 version of me with any shame or judgment or hatred at all. In fact, when I look at that before picture of me now, all I have is deep, deep love, deep, deep love and compassion because, and excuse me, I might get a little bit emotional here, but because when I look back at that, that version of me, the truth is, is that she didn't have those feelings for herself. I didn't know how to love myself. I didn't know how to accept myself in the body that I was in. I didn't know that I could. I didn't know that was an option for me. I thought that I had to change myself and my body in order to feel worthy of loving myself, in order to feel worthy of other people loving me. And looking back at pictures of myself then, that version of me then, oh, it breaks my heart and I have nothing, nothing but pure, pure love for her. Even the version of myself that struggled with self-sabotaging for a really long time, who struggled with repetitive, painful habits over and over and over again. The truth is, is that she was doing the best she had with what she knew. And I love her for that. And when she finally learned better, gained more tools and strategies to help her cope with her emotions, to understand her emotions, to learn what it meant to love herself deeply from the inside out. Gosh, that took so much courage and strength, and bravery. And had it not been for her, I would not be who I am today, right now. And I guess with the before and after pictures, where I'm at with it is, is I used to share a lot of them on my social media. Because when it comes to being someone that uses social media for business, or you know, if you want to call me a quote-unquote influencer, you know, you want to look at which posts resonate most with my community. 
which get the most likes, which get the most engagement, which start conversations more, which images do I share that help me grow my audience and grow my community so I can find more people that I can help and serve. And when I look at all of my top performing posts, almost all of them are before and after pictures. But over the last year, I have shared hardly any at all. And sometimes I question like, am I, is this a bad move for my business not to share before and after pictures if I know that, that the numbers tell me that's what the community wants? But then I feel conflicted in this feeling of if I continue to share before and after pictures, am I continuing to be a part of the problem? Am I perpetuating diet culture while also being someone who is trying so hard to fight against it? to not only help myself break free, but to also help other women break free from diet culture as well. Is sharing a before and after picture me perpetuating the problem? Is it perpetuating the feeling that women get when they come across a before and after picture of shame and judgment and comparison of themselves? Because a before and after picture by nature is me comparing myself to me. Is that helpful? Is it healthy? And I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. You know, I like to think that when I do share before and after pictures, I think that the the context in which I share them, the words that I share with them, I think that that is the important piece. And when I share a before and after picture, I always want to share it in the context of people understanding that the biggest difference between the two versions of me is not the physical. And that's so hard because that's the thing that people notice. That's the thing that people see. That's the thing that people want. But what I tell people all the time is I wish more than anything that you could see my brain because that is where the greatest transformation was. And it was this mental and emotional transformation that had to happen first before any physical transformation could happen. Really, my weight loss was a byproduct of my healing relationship with myself. And I don't want to continue this narrative of making people think that I need to lose weight to learn to love myself and be confident. And I also don't want people to be so fixated on just losing weight that they miss the most important magic, which is that mental and emotional healing, whether you lose a pound or not. And I feel like I've struggled a lot this last year, to be honest with you all, about how to talk about this. You know, I've put social media captions together and they've sat in my phone, a notes on my phone, because I sit there thinking, is this, is this right? Is this what I'm supposed to share? Am I doing this in the right way? Is this going to harm anyone? Am I feeding into diet culture? Am I not helping people by not sharing this? And I feel like maybe it's because I'm still on this journey. I'm still on this journey of breaking myself free from diet culture, and I'm still figuring out what that looks like for me. And while I'm a coach in this community and I'm helping hundreds of other women do this work, I think it's important to recognize that we still live in a society that is completely absorbed in it, that I still live in a society where I get ads on my phone of keto gummies, stealing my photos to promote them. And I'm just giving myself grace for being somewhere in the middle of it, of trying to figure out how I can be anti-diet culture while still holding space for people that want to actively pursue weight loss. And how do I speak about this in a way that is loving, helpful, and healthy without feeding into the problem unintentionally? 
And I don't know if any of these words that I'm saying right, right now is making any sense at all. And when I brought up this conversation of before and after pictures with my community a while back, you know, I asked them as we were sitting there on our group coaching call, I said, you know, just like raise your hand right now if you found me because you saw a before and after picture. And a remarkable majority of the women raised their hand. They found me because of before and after picture. So by not sharing before and after pictures, am I leaving women out there struggling with diet culture that I could help break free if I shared the picture so they could find me? And it's almost like, do I have to use the before and after picture aspect of diet culture to find these women? And once they find me and I bring them into this space, that is only how I can free them from it. I don't know. I just don't know. And maybe you have thoughts about this. I welcome your thoughts. I'd love for this to be a discussion. And I wish that you were here sitting across the table from me so that we could have this conversation together. And I hope that this year, you know, I don't even think I talked about this on my Dreamer episode, but I love getting on here on this podcast and talking into your ears. I love it. And I love getting messages from you all and you all telling me how this is helping you and supporting you and you look forward to it and it's inspiring you. And I love that so much. And I am so, so proud of the community that I've built online and inside of my course and membership community. And I just feel so grateful for technology and how it can connect us in this way. But to be honest with you all, I am internet fatigued. <laughs> I'm, I'm content fatigued. And I think a lot of us are. I started full-time coaching in the middle of the pandemic, and here we are still, still in it. And while I'm so grateful that I can serve you all in this way, I'm also hungry for something more. I'm hungry for this deeper connection with you all. I'm hungry to sit across the table from you, to actually give you a physical hug in person to look you in the eyes and really get to know who you are as an individual. And my hope, no, 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 no. Hope is not a strategy. My plan, my plan, my intention is that this year I finally host an in-person event because I need it. Gosh, I need it. I am a people person. I'm an extrovert to the max. And I get so much energy by being with my people. And I just want to be in a room with you all so badly. And I've heard from many of you that you're hungry for that too. You're like, yes, can we get off of Zoom? Can we get in a room together? I need to get out of this house. Like I'm ready. And so I'm hoping that this potentially, most likely this fall, I'm going to host my first in-person event. And as I begin that process, there's been no date set. I'm just kind of at the beginning of, of planning what this looks like and where it's going to be. I also welcome your insights and your feedback. If you're listening to this and you're like, Kaya, yes, please plan the event. I'm coming no matter where it is and when it is. Give me a ticket. I'll be there. Also message me. Tell me what you're searching for. What are you hungry for? What would you love to see at this event? What do you want to do? What do you want to learn? What do you want to leave with? Where do you want it to be? Because oh, it makes me so excited to think about it, to think about getting all of my listeners in a room together so that I don't have to sit here and talk to a screen about how I feel about before and after pictures, but I can actually have you talking back to me both ways. Oh, wouldn't that be so nice? Wouldn't that be so much fun? Oh, I'm ready. 
But in the meantime, I'm so glad that you're here. And I'm so, so grateful that we can connect in this way and that you make time and space for me to speak goodness into your ears each week. It is the coolest thing. And I'm so grateful for you. And if you find value in this podcast in any way, if you enjoy it, I'd love for you to share it with a friend. Maybe take a screenshot and post it on your social, tag me, tell me what you love, tell me what episode really resonated with you. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, take a second to drop a rating, leave a review. It would mean the world to me and it is such a great and free way to support this podcast so that I can keep showing up every single week to hang out with you all. It's one of my favorite, favorite things that I get to do as a coach and an entrepreneur. So thanks so much for being here and supporting me. I love you all so much, so deeply. And I hope that you take time today to take a few long, deep breaths, to take a moment to celebrate yourself for the big wins, but also the small wins, the small ways that you showed up for yourself today, whatever that looked like. If it was drinking an extra glass of water, if it was listening to this podcast, if it was going for a walk, whatever it was, celebrate yourself. You're doing so dang good. I'm so proud of you. And I'll see you back here next week. I love y'all so much. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Climbing with Coach Kaya podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please hit subscribe and leave me a review sharing what you loved most. Come hang out with me on Instagram and Facebook to keep the conversation going as we continue to find joy in the journey. Until next time, I am cheering for you, friend. Keep climbing and we'll chat soon.